0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostess, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. All right, I am so excited for you all to listen to today's episode because we actually recorded this in Apple Park. If you didn't follow in my Instagram stories, I went down to Cupertino, I was invited by Apple to attend their WWDC22, which is the Worldwide Developers Conference. Hilarious because my husband is actually a developer. While I do have an app and I kind of I allowed myself to like get out of my imposter syndrome of being there, it was such an amazing experience. It's my second time ever going to Apple Park. So it was just like, it's like walking around spaceships and everything is just so magical. It's like a crossover between Disneyland and like a, I guess a tech office, which makes sense. But I had this really cool opportunity because I kind of reached out to the team and I was like, hey, since I'm gonna be down there, do you have anybody cool I could talk to on my podcast? And they found somebody who has a really cool business, not only just a cool business, but a book line, a podcast, an app, and their app was actually nominated for an award. You're going to hear us talk a little bit about that during the episode, but what I didn't get to tell you in the episode, but I can update with you now is that Rebel Girls was actually up for a social impact Apple design award and they ended up winning. So this award in this category goes to somebody who has improved lives in a meaningful way and shine a light on crucial issues. Rebel Girl app did that. And I'm so excited to kind of bring them on and talk about this today. I also have to share that when we were recording this, some of the Apple staff was in the room listening. And one of the people in the room came up afterwards, like completely emotional and was like, thank you so much to Jess, the CEO of Rebel Girls, just for what they were doing and just expressed as a father, as a parent uh, of a little girl, how much something like this really meant to them as parents. And I was just so blown away being able to see that, like have this conversation talk about what they're doing and then get to see that direct impact with a parent who was standing in the room listening. So enjoy today's episode. Enjoy kind of celebrating this massive win that they got with this Apple design award. And thanks so much for listening. This was honestly such a cool week and I'm so glad that I got this like moment to sit down and relish in it a little bit. And, uh, yeah so enjoy today's show. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Today's episode, which feels so high level because normally I'm sitting on a Zoom call in my office and now I'm sitting in Apple Park. I'm at WWDC 2022. I feel like the official name is WWDC22 but I am sitting here we just went to if you don't know it's Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference and it is such a huge event where they roll out all of the new features that are coming things that are coming down the pipeline and stuff that we can get excited for I don't know about you I'm just I'm going to introduce my guest right now Jess Wolf so excited to have you but I uh, unsending a text was or an iMessage, was game-changing. How did you like the conference?
1: So far, so good. It's really fun to be here.
0: Yeah, it's so fun. So Jess, I get the opportunity to sit down. As I was down here, I kind of said, Is that, can you can you guys grab me a podcast guest? Like, can I sit down with anybody cool? And uh, they sent me an email about you, and I was just really, obviously, I have some things that you're doing that really pull to me as a mom, as a woman, you're doing some really cool stuff. And especially seeing a woman who is now sitting as a CEO in tech, I think that's just so cool. And it just says a lot. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how you landed like kind of in this space and where we are today.
1: Well, I grew up in a small town in Oregon on a farm. and knew there was a big world out there and wanted to see it. So I spent a lot of time as as an adult chasing the world and seeing the world and working all over the world and... One of the experiences that shaped my development was I used to work for the World Bank. Oh, wow. And yeah, I worked for the private sector arm of the World Bank called the International Finance Corporation. And we would do uh, projects. We would finance projects in emerging markets. Mm -hmm. And the concept was I need to defend an internal
0: rate of return. an
1: economic return. I'm going to
0: pretend I know what all of this means.
1: We would make investments in companies. Okay. Entrepreneurs in emerging markets to grow their businesses. Love that. Did a lot of healthcare and education.
0: Oh, cool. And so
1: to make those investments, I'd have to show that we would make a return on our investment Mm. and I'd have to show the economic return, the social return on the investment. So what was the impact of that company building that product in that market? Wow. And so that really solidified for me this double bottom line. And Mm -hmm. how do you build companies that also have incredible impact to them? How do you build commercial enterprises that make the world a better place? And that really stuck with me through all the twists and turns.
0: Yeah, because I feel like we're always seeking, whenever I hear anybody talking about business or starting, it's always about the bottom line of like, what you're doing and what you're making, or there's like, or it's like the other side's like, we're not going to make any money, but we're going to make a difference in the world. So this is like kind of merging both of those worlds into a common goal.
1: Exactly. And so how do you build a really interesting commercial business that also makes a huge social impact? Mm. So I've been in the startup game for seven years now.
0: Oh, cool. This is my second startup.
1: And both of them had huge social missions as well as building commercial businesses. Mm-hmm. And this one, Rebel Girls, is just so important to me. We are a purpose-driven company. Yeah. Um, We're on a mission to help raise the most inspired and the most confident global generation of girls to date. We want to help girls become the stars of their own stories. We want to ask them to be the heroes of tomorrow. Mm. I can't think of a more worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. Um, And so that's kind of where my career took me was to build this. Yeah and having a lot of fun doing it.
0: So tell me what exactly is Rebel Girls? Because I just downloaded the app. I'm so excited to get involved. And then you walked in and you handed me some books for my kids and I am flipping through and I'm like, wait, are there QR codes in here? So there is so much going on. And I have this one book sitting in front of me right now that says Rebel Girls, Awesome Entrepreneurs, 25 Tales of Women Building Businesses. And I think that this is immediately, I was like, no, this is the one that calls to me because I time after time, I've met so many women who fail to call themselves CEOs, fail to recognize the work that they're doing as being valuable. I'm a quote unquote influencer and I work in a space that is a, like billions of dollars in, in industry and spend, but people will constantly minimize it to being, you know, such a small thing, even though it's created such huge global impact and it's created incredible change in marketing. Because it's so women led, it's often just so minimized. And we see this over and over in so many different industries. We see women burning out in traditional roles. We see women, you know, walking away from opportunities, especially like in tech, they have a hard retention rate. There's just so much layered to women and why they end up in so many roles in entrepreneurship. They just kind of, I read a stat once that said like 89% of entrepreneurs or women. I just like that always stuck with me because I'm like, we're always we're always spinning something. There's always something. And they always call it something cute, like a side hustle. Like, no, it's something bigger than that. But tell me about Rebel Girls. Like, what is it at its core? How did it start? And like, where is it today? And what are you kind of seeing for it tomorrow?
1: So preach on all the things. Yeah, you I know just, like, I got on a
0: tangent
1: <laughs> and and a lot a lot to unpack on that. Rebel Girls is a leader in the girl empowerment space, Mm. really focused on storytelling. As I said, we're all about instilling confidence in girls and inspiring girls. We focus on the 6 to 12-year-old girl yeah, because that's when the confidence gap starts. So at age 6 is when girls start to think that they're less smart and less capable than boys. Yeah, age 5, I thought
0: I could fly down the stairs. Age 6, gone.
1: (laughs) So that's where we start. 6 to 12, that's our sweet spot. We're really a storytelling brand. Okay. And an omni channel storytelling brand. So we started in books. We started with a first book called Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. And that book had 100 stories of extraordinary real life women across history, geography, field of excellence. So that's where we got our start. We've built it up. We now have 24 titles. We've sold 8 million books. They've been translated into 50 languages and they're sold wow. in 100 and some countries. And from there, we went into audio stories. And so we started with a podcast mm-hmm. about four years ago, the Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls podcast, where we would tell these fairy tale stories of real life women, mm. focusing on who they were as girls so that yeah. girls can relate to them. And then they grew up and did the thing and saved the world and were amazing yeah. humans. And we'd get amazing women from around the world to lend their voices to tell the stories of these other women. So I think. Gail King telling the story of best friend Oprah Winfrey (gasps) or Lindsay Vaughn telling the story of fellow Olympian Simone Biles. Oh, my goodness. And So that's that was our audio format. And then we built the Rebel Girls app and we launched that last year. And it was really the next evolution of our storytelling. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to create this immersive online offline experience for girls. So we took these beloved podcast stories, put them into the app to create an audio first app. And then we took the artwork that we have. We've worked with over 500 creators from around the world.
0: Yeah, the artwork, artwork is incredible. Like, it's so eye-catching. Like, as an adult, I'm just so drawn to it. It's it's phenomenal.
1: And and the point is to have artwork that is just as diverse as the women's stories that mm-hmm. we're telling. So we put the artwork in there, too. we uh, created it as our premier digital destination for girls. And you see these QR codes in books now so that you can scan a QR code on a story page, it will unlock the longer audio version. Then you'll be able to see archival photos and get more information and really deep dive into the world of these rebel women. And so that's kind of where we are in the publishing, audio, online, offline storytelling, and we're growing from there.
0: It's funny, as I'm about to record this and talk about this, that I just downed a peanut butter blondie from Made With Local because they make the yummiest real food bars using ingredients sourced from small family fun farmers and food producers in their communities. Foods are handmade at bakeries that employ adults with barriers into the mainstream workforce. I love that so much. And their real food bars have a fresh, soft-baked texture that's totally different from the other bars out there. And I can completely attest to that. They're my favorite. And they also really hold up well in your purse. I don't know if that matters to you. It really matters to me delicious flavors, and their simple whole food ingredients that are gluten-free, low FODMAP for happy, well-nourished belly. Plus they are women-led and certified B Corp, meaning that they're one of the most ethically and sustainably done snack food companies in the world. They're available at grocery stores across Canada and online for customers in Canada and the U.S. And right now we have the biggest discount ever. This is like so special, y'all. Visit madewithlocal.com to shop these bars. I promise you they're going to be your new snack obsession. And they've made us, like I said, the biggest discount code ever. Save 25% off your order with promo code PAPAYA25 at checkout for 25% off your Made With Local order. That's madewithlocal.com and code is PAPAYA25 for 25% off highly highly recommend any of the peanut butter ones and the mint is like mint chocolate chip so 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 good and if you are somebody that struggles with belly stuff um like I do like my IBS it's great on the stomach as well and I thought I mentioned that okay let's get back to the show We have literally two weeks until the kids are out of school that blows my mind. And every summer I am stuck going, what are we going to do with these kids? How are we going to keep them stimulated, entertained, having a good time learning stuff, especially with two working parents at home. And that's why I love varsity tutors because they offer one week long, small group camps on fun, educational topics. Kids get all the benefits of summer camp, learning new things, making new friends, exploring their favorite subjects, From the convenience of The online format means that kids make friends from across the country. It's so cool. They get access to really engaging camp leaders and parents don't have to drive them anywhere or be on call to pick them up after. Plus, this is so cool, but there's a celebrity aspect that's really fun. Kids do challenges hosted by people like an astronaut for a space camp, a world champion in chess camp, a TV storm chaser for weather camp, and they get invited to online meet and greet sessions with these stars too. It's hands-on interactive. Kids think they're just having fun, but they're learning so much too. Beginning Coders Camp uses a lot of offline games and hands-on activities to teach coding principles that they can apply online. Then there's STEM Innovators Camp that does different projects each day to get kids inventing real devices they can use, a solar-powered oven, Rube Goldberg machines, so they're learning science principles while also learning how to invent. These are like life-building tools. They even have a partnership with Monopoly, where kids change the rule to Monopoly to learn about personal finance and business. For example, they play around where you have to market your properties to get people to land there and pay rent. In addition to the daily two-hour camp sessions, kids have an online camp clubhouse with all kinds of quizzes, celebrity-led mini sessions, and downloadable activities that they can happily explore their favorite subject as much as they want and as much as their parents want them to. Camps are available in STEM topics like space dinosaurs inventing and experimenting, along with weather, coding for beginners, and through video games like Minecraft, Roadblocks, and Unity, There's also art camp. Some of the most popular ones are young animators and sketch masters and more fun topics like chess, magic, ancient cultures, and financial literacy. If you are interested in any of these, go to varsitytutors.com and use promo code papaya at checkout to save $50 on any summer camp. That's $50 off on any summer camp when you go to varsitytutors.com and use promo code papaya. That's V-A-R-S-I-T-Y-T-U-T-O-R-S.com promo code papaya. I can't wait to hear what all these kids get up to this summer. Let's get back to the show. I find this so fascinating because I don't know about you, but like even when you were talking about growing up and like being a kid and like wanting to see the world, I I think there's something in children, in girls that I, I had it. I had a dream for myself. And then there's this entire era of life where you just stop believing in it, where you just get so hardened to, maybe it is in that six to 12 gap where you just stop having that fire in your belly of like, that's what I'm going to do. For me, it was like one day I'm going to be on a stage. And so in my head, I thought I'll be a singer or I'll be an actress. So I threw myself in drama. I threw myself in singing to find out that I had horrific stage fright, but only for those things. And yet all the while I'm winning. Uh, I always won like best speech of the year. I always won these things in grade school, but I never allowed myself to like hold on to what I could possibly do and it's funny that at 37 I'm now you know I have a podcast these platforms that didn't you know Instagram whatever it is these platforms that simply didn't exist as a child but that dream was still the same it's just how it ended up and similar to you you wanted to do something and it was there when you were little and it's sort of like is is sort of the core ethos here is to sort of instill by example, people who truly just allowed themselves to tap back into who you kind of inherently are and making it into business or like, or making it in the world or what was it? How how does that connect where you see the stories of people who have moved through it already connecting to people who are still holding on to that, or maybe starting to lose that sight of a goal or a dream that they might have?
1: So- You need to see it, to believe it, to be Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And the reason we created the first book is because only 19% of children's books have a female character with agency. What? Yep. So a job or even a career ambition, 19%. And that compares to 81% that have male characters with agency. And that goes, the stories that we tell our kids, that shapes their view of the world and their place in the world. Mm -hmm. And so at Rebel Girls, we're trying to tell so many stories. We want to be the most diverse and authentic storyteller out there so that all girls, whether regardless of background or belief or interests, can feel seen, Mm. can find one, if not dozens of role models to be inspired by, to give them the confidence that they too can do it. And so, so far we've told the stories of more than 650 women. Oh my goodness. And counting from across history, geography, field of excellence, every background under the sun. And then we're also working with, you know, a plurality of voice to tell these stories and make them be authentic. Mm. So we've worked with more than 500 creators to date, to write these stories, to create the artwork, to narrate these stories. So that these stories really represent this diverse array of women who have done awesome things.
0: That is incredible. Okay. Let me ask you a business question. First of all, how are the children responding to this? Great. We have incredible girl love. We Mm -hmm. also have
1: incredible mom trust
0: and mom mom love.
1: But we get Videos and messages and emails and handwritten letters every single day from girls that share their favorite story or they're dressed up as their favorite woman or they've learned a lesson about tenacity, about not giving up, about empathy, so we see tons and tons and tons of girl love and
0: we love that. So what I really love about this too is this obviously is creating global impact, but you are also are selling and doing a lot as well. So you kind of did get that goal happening where it's, is the business becoming successful as well? Like, are you really feeling that at this point?
1: We are. We're growing year on year on year and we're growing our top line and we're growing our impact in terms of the number of girls that we're mm-hmm. reaching. We reached 10 million girls just last year alone. Oh
0: my God. gosh. And
1: we'll, we'll reach more, than that this year. And so we see a lot of opportunities also expanding the type of storytelling and the formats and the stories we are telling. So there's a lot of growth.
0: I think there's just so much space. And I think to have a business that chooses to invest in our future in a way of investing, especially in like women as their girls is something that's so special. What? Um, how long ago did Rebel Girls start? Like to where you are now, how long has this taken to actually get this off the ground as somebody who's doing startups? <laughs> like I, whatever you hear about start, my husband like worked at the startup and they just um, you know, it, I think it's been like 10 years now and they've just, you know, finished their chapter of finally being a startup and being bought out and all of these incredible things that have happened. But he was like, there's just something so special when there's like four of you and you're making no money and trying to figure out how to do it. So he's like, there's just such a place for that. But with startups, you always hear them and like how like it's kind of moved past a startup now. You're kind of like doing the things. But how long did this start? And like, what did that look like at the very beginning? And How was their business plans? Like talk from like the startup mentality of like how this actually came to be.
1: So the company has two founders Mm -hmm. and they started on Kickstarter. Oh, wow. Really? And it was an idea for a book.
0: Oh, my gosh. And they
1: saw the landscape and how dismal representation was for children. in you know, in children's media, children's literature, it's just nothing for women. So they put it on Kickstarter and that was six years ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, And it was, it became the most successful Kickstarter in publishing history at the time. There's a (laughs) lot of appetite for that. (laughs) That is so cool. And then they self-published that first book at the very end of 2016.
0: Okay. So
1: that's where it started was two women with an idea on Kickstarter.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I got involved with a brand about three and a half years ago Mm -hmm. and then raised outside funding for the first time two years ago. And we've been expanding a lot since then.
0: How was it finding funding for something that is, I don't know, I wouldn't even know what market to call this. Like, how was it kind of getting that funding for a business like this?
1: I feel really blessed to have amazing investors Mm -hmm. that support what we're building and see the potential for this. We have some education-focused investors. We have some diversity-focused investors. I've gotten some incredible women to come on board and be a part of the story. That's amazing.
0: And really support both the commercial operation and the impact. So for you, you came on three and a half years ago. What... What convinced you and made you be like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do? Because you've clearly had such an. I was reading your bio and I was like, I don't know if I could sit down and look you in the eye anymore. You're just like, I don't know if you ever watch How I Met Your Mother, but there's this one episode where he goes on a date with this girl, and her her one rule is you're not allowed to Google me because she had like climbed Mount Everest, she had like saved children out of all there was like all these things she had done, and he ends up Googling her like the friends do, and they tell him and he like becomes a different person because it like, kind of gets freaked out. And I'm like that with podcast guests sometimes where I'm like, it's a, it's almost easier when I'm like, oh, you're just another, re-. I read your bio and I was like, well, dang it, like you've done some things. So what was it for Rebel Girls that made you be like, yeah, this is my next career move. This is what I want to do. For you personally, what was it? The mission. Yeah. The
1: purpose and the potential. I really believe that we need to live in a gender equal world. Mm. I really believe that girls are incredible and women are incredible and we haven't told their stories and we haven't encouraged them. And it really bums me out to mm. see this confidence gap in girls. Yeah. I think girls are incredible. They are our future and we need to do everything we can to lift them up because then they're going to change the world.
0: Yeah, And a lot
1: of the inequities we see in the world today can be changed and it can be changed by this next generation. And so I deeply, deeply believed in the mission. And I loved the approach that the founders took. I loved how they turned the fairy tale on its head. I loved how they were able to tell these stories in such an entertaining and magical way that got such crazy reception and love from both the girls and the moms mm-hmm. and the whole family, really. Yeah, and, uh, and it just felt like this is the thing for me to build. And to take my talents and put my energy towards it. And can I do something that um, matters?
0: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Burnout is not something that I really typically thought would happen to me. I thought that I had a lot under control that I could burn at both ends till the end of life and I would be just fine until last fall when it really began to show itself in so many different avenues of my life. I wasn't myself and my body was beginning to show that something was very wrong. Life can be overwhelming And many people are feeling burnt out and not even realizing that they are burning out. Symptoms that you might have with burnout include lack of motivation, irritability, fatigue, and so much more. And we tend to associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of the roles in our life can lead us to feeling burnt out. So just know if you're feeling it, that's valid. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing the stress in your life. I remember when I was struggling with something and I began therapy to start trying to figure out how to move forward. The best thing that we had to do first was go back and unpack things that had happened before to help me sort of reprioritize, resee things, refocus, therapy, saved me. It allowed me to stop in the cycles that I was in and allowed me to perpetuate forward with new, better tools and somebody to listen. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com papaya. That's betterhelp.com slash papaya. Take care of yourself. Oh, I love when I get to share about Dipsy. Because whether it's a warm cup of coffee, basking in warm sunlight that we finally have, Or listening to a sexy story, pleasure is all around us. With Dipsy, your sanctuary is waiting. Escape into a world where pleasure is your only priority. But what's Dipsy? Well, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women they completely set your mind ablaze in the best way. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. You can find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. They even have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, like I've done, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and they now also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com papaya. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com papaya one more time, dipsystories.com slash papaya. You will not regret this. In fact, I hope you slide into my DMs and tell me how good this was. Let's get back to the show. Have you told a Dolly Parton story yet in any of them? Not yet. I feel like that's a good one. It is a good one. Dolly Parton's amazing. I just love her. So she's just, I just, every once in a while, I'll like read a news story about her. And I'm like, man, there's just like some really cool, incredible women out there. But even as like I was flipping through, you have some different kinds of books. So here's another one. Rebel Girls, Climate Warriors. And we go through and we have all of these, you know, inventors, clean water activists that maybe aren't like a Dolly Parton that might be a household name, but really can inspire. So how are you how are you finding these stories? What what brings them into the books? How are they chosen? Are people submitting them? Like, what is the process for finding these stories that you're telling? All of the above.
1: Mm. We have an incredible in-house team yeah that does lots of research and finds just amazing stories yeah we also get nominations every single day from our audience all over I the bet. world every day and we love it we love these nominations we have lists of thousands and thousands and thousands of women yeah we also work with partners all over the world and they are wonderful at nominating women from those countries that mm-hmm. maybe we haven't heard of as much. Mm-hmm. And then we decide the topics for the year, and we try and have a mixture of women from different geographies and different backgrounds and different fields of excellence. Yeah. And we're always looking to add, you know, someone from a country we haven't covered yet or from a profession we haven't covered yeah. yet or a different angle. Or a Dolly Parton. You know, I- <laughs> off the record, she has a... Um, very, very, very
0: high chance of being in one of the books that's going to come out next year. Okay. I'm going to be really excited. We have not released this late yet, but I love it. Maybe Britney Spears too. I'm just going to keep throwing out some of my favorite people and we'll see what happens. So tell me, have you had challenges? Why I'm assuming in any business there is. And while this is like such an inspiring, you know, business, there's so much, there has to be challenges along the way. What have some of the challenges been with this particular startup?
1: Well, the last couple of years during COVID has been interesting.
0: Yeah, for for sure. For all of us. Even though it's like books and audio.
1: Well, books, there's been a global paper shortage. What? (laughs) Yes. I feel like there's a shortage in everything right now. (laughs) And there's also been supply chain issues. Yeah. So even if we have the books printed, they might sit on a boat for a lot longer than we thought. Yeah. So that's definitely been an interesting challenge. We've had to push up publication dates to just Mm -hmm. give us... A lot more wiggle room because it takes a lot longer to get something from point A to point B yeah. these days. So that's been super challenging. Um, I think it's also just the ever changing global environment that we're living in and what's happening with the economy or geopolitical or yeah. fires, or you know, in California we had fires and yeah. and COVID, you know, we probably take turns. A person on my team a week has COVID and yeah. is out and It's, you know, these are not unique challenges to Rebel Girls, but they are challenges that all businesses are facing right now.
0: Well, and I I think especially in its youth, right, like a a company that you know, went from Kickstarter six years ago and now in the last two years, like that's a third of the company's life. I always say this to my husband because we've been married for three and a half years and we're like, we've had more time in like isolation and like shoved together during a pandemic than we have actually being like married, living a normal life. For a lot of people, like anything like this, like it is going to create that impact. But then let's talk about some of the wins. So what's something exciting going on right now and maybe something that you're looking forward to for what's next?
1: Well, we are here at WWDC Mm -hmm. and Rebel Girls is a finalist for the Apple Design Awards.
0: Oh my gosh. This is for the app?
1: This is for the app in the social impact category. So we'll find out in a few hours.
0: That is so exciting. So that
1: is a huge, huge win for us. And we are
0: honored. Yeah, I bet. Did you freak out when you guys found out that you were nominated? We We were pretty excited. How old is the app now? Seven months. Oh my gosh! It's just a baby. It's a total baby, and it's doing really well. It's doing really well. So tell me about the app experience. Like, if somebody like, let's get into logistics now. Now, if for anybody who's listening and is like, okay, I want to kind of get involved. First of all, what are the age categories that Rebel Girls exist for? So
1: our primary audience would be six to twelve year olds. Yep, we do have very multi-generational content. Yep. So we know that 70% of listening is parent and child listening together. amazing! Yeah. So if you're an adult, you'll love these stories also. We also have a lot of teenagers who write to us and they say, you know, we know we're too old for this, but we really love them and they give us inspiration or it helps us fall asleep or so, but six to 12 is the sweet spot. Okay. But multi-generational should be enjoyed by all. Okay. Very, you know, female-focused, the protagonist is going to be a woman. Um, our biggest use cases of the app are bedtime, yep. to falling to sleep, to yep. inspirational stories. And then the second biggest use case is in the car. So a lot of commuting. Oh, this that's is, so
0: smart. This is,
1: a, you know, the thing you put on as a parent driving your child and everyone can enjoy and listen and learn. That's so smart. And then the third use case is in schools. We see a lot of schools who are using our our audio stories um, to teach their classrooms about really inspirational, amazing women throughout history.
0: That is really incredible. Jess, I think everything that you're doing with Rebel Girls is so cool. I'm really excited that it's just like such a neat I don't know like we have something as old as books and then integrated with something as new as an app that and then you have them melded together with such in such a beautiful way that's like telling the stories of women who are doing incredible things and I can only imagine that impact that you're going to see. And it's not going to be anything you're ever going to know. It's not going to be like there's an Oprah on a stage one day that goes, well, one day I read this book. But it's more that you're keeping this fire alive in kids who are going to grow up and do something big. And I think that anybody who decides to invest in children is just awesome. So first of all, I think you're really cool. I'm just going to say that. Thank you. Second, how can people get involved? How can they find the books? How can they download the app? What are they going to do from here after listening to this? Well, community is core to all that we do. So Mm -hmm. we love having people
1: be involved. And first, I'm just going to say thank you to all the parents out there because Mm -hmm. they are the ones raising amazing, awesome children and girls. And they're the ones who are doing that every single day. Yeah. So if we can be of help and of service to that end, we would love to. You can find our books anywhere you buy books, whether it's um, Amazon or Target or Barnes & Noble or Indigo in Canada, bookstores, wherever. You can find our app on the Apple App
0: Store. Yeah, I downloaded it today. I'm so excited.
1: And if you would like to get involved, if you have a nomination, such as Dolly Parton or anyone else, you can write to us. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our email on our website, rebelgirls.com. Send us nominations. We love them.
0: Yeah. And if you
1: have ideas, other ideas for books or stories, send those to us as well.
0: That is so cool. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me as we sit in Cupertino in the coolest place ever. This whole room is amazing. I wish you all could see it because it's just such an experience. And it's been so cool to learn about your business, to learn about startups and you know also these rebel girls and the stories that you get to tell of them. And thank everyone for listening. Of course, I'm going to have everything for you in the show notes and we will see you next week thank you so much for listening all the way through this episode. If you've made it this far, I have one more little thing to share with you. Did you know that I actually have a photo and video editing app? So many people were surprised to hear that I have one, but it's actually been around for a little while and you can join over 200,000 of the papaya community by downloading my free app, Pink Papaya on iOS. While so many apps focus on changing your appearance, Pink Papaya is all about celebrating yourself for exactly who you are and expressing your creativity and your storytelling with nearly 50 free filters and tools. Find us on social and share your edits as well. We might just share them too. So tag me as well at Pink Papaya app just had to share that with you, especially as the springtime's coming. We've got some really cool things happening in there and so much more coming. Check it out at Pink Papaya app. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.